0: Welcome to the Table Talk Podcast, where we sit down, pull up a chair, and we get started. This podcast is designed to provide you packed full of information to help you with your training, nutrition, lifestyle, and well being. Where we interview myself through case studies to give you lifetime experience. And then we also interview high performing individuals or other career focused people who are looking to make changes in their lifestyle, training, nutrition, and well being. So let's pull up that chair and let's go. All right. So let's crack into. A little more formal question time now. So, you know, podcasting isn't always just about laughter or uh, planning second weddings with potentially others. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Matt could wear another suit, you know, something different, yeah. that will someone different. Um, but how, how did you, what was it like when you, obviously, <laughs> this, this is a silly question, but this is me just going, well, what's it like walking up the aisle? You know, seeing the man of your dreams, because obviously I could never do that because I wouldn't be the, the bride. Then part of me is like, well, why can't I? Kate can wear a suit probably the gown. So- you could actually
1: walk down together. That's a popular thing nowadays.
0: Yeah, but, <laughs> but the thing is you don't see them at the other side. So, like, what was that like for you?
1: Um. Well, so Matt and I actually did a first look before we had the ceremony and we did a private reading of our vows. So we had seen each other before, but the walking down the aisle, I found I was very nervous and my poor dad, he actually um, has a disability and normally he's a wheelchair user. But he, um, he experiences a lot of pain, like through his ankles in particular and struggles to walk, but he wanted to walk me down the aisle and I felt so bad because I felt like I ran down the aisle. Like I was hustling to get to the other end because I was so nervous. And it wasn't until I watched like the video back, I was like, oh, dad, I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) On the ground (laughs) crawling. Come on, dad, hurry
1: (laughs) up, I felt terrible because I was just walking far quicker than I needed to. Um, yep. I certainly wasn't in my like Zen calm space then. Um, but I don't know, it is a very special moment. It is. Yep. Yeah. That's incredible. Indescribable.
0: Like plus your dad <laughs> like goes, nah, I'm gonna walk. This is her day. That's awesome. But like yeah. What incredible. And then sp- yeah. you speed walking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, I know. I always feel
0: bad for that, but um, yeah, no, it was special. It was special. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. um that's incredible. I, it's plus your dad, that's that's amazing. yeah. Um, well, now that you're married, what's what's the life like at the moment? You know, most people, well, for me, it's wake up, do my thing, Kate stays asleep, gets started in the day, and then we wrap up. But obviously now you've gone through a ceremony and ritual together. What what are your morning and nighttime routines? Like has much changed since that? I guess mm-hmm. has it changed much since doing yoga therapy training? So we have been doing that over the years. And then have you noticed a shift since um wedding time? Or is it the same?
1: Um, in terms of routine, not a lot has changed. Like I'm, I'm a stickler for routine. Like I thrive on, um, an established routine. So I guess like an average morning for me would be, um, pretty simple. It's nothing like groundbreaking, but normally I would get up first things first, go to the bathroom, wash my hands and face, brush my teeth. Um, I do practice tongue scraping, um, which is an Ayurvedic technique, um, which you may have heard of. And then, um, depending if I'm teaching in the morning or if I'm not teaching, I'll jump in the shower first and then go off to teach a yoga class. Otherwise, I'll take myself to a yoga class. Um, and then, get when I get back home, I'll then shower and uh, do all the normal stuff before starting my work day, um, have a coffee, have breakfast. Um, and depending on the time of the year, I try and incorporate a meditation practice into my mornings as well. So because I
0: let's rewind a little bit. So tongue scraping. For those that don't know, yeah. what is, are you just sitting there like ah, with your finger, or
1: <laughs> there's um <laughs> a like a little uh it's not like a toothbrush. It's you can get plastic or metal. Um, they're kind of like a curved arch contraption I don't know the specific terminology for it which is terrible but um basically you take it to the back of your tongue and then pull it forwards very gently not roughly you've got to be careful um and basically it just like takes um takes anything off your off the surface of your tongue so basically it's like a, a cleansing practice you can do
0: yeah when did you like did you start that when you started doing yoga therapy, or was that something you've done much sooner?
1: I'd heard about it before doing yoga therapy or studying yoga therapy through yoga. I've learned about this, um, but it's not probably not since actually studying yoga therapy that I've really incorporated into my daily routine. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And do you so? Do you- do yoga practice food coffee or coffee food and then yeah. sometimes like i know when i have espresso unless there's a bit of color on the tongue obviously saliva cleans itself but would you then scrape it again
1: no once, i don't i just do it once in the morning yeah like first thing um yeah one of the first things i would do in the day that and brushing my teeth yeah
0: Do we do teeth first or tongue first, or doesn't
1: matter? Um, I normally do my teeth first, um, but I think technically you should do your tongue scraping before brushing your teeth. Mm. Yeah.
0: For those uh, that are listening, she has very, very white teeth. Like the white wall is not as white (laughs) as those teeth. (laughs)
1: Good, I'm glad <laughs> I'm kind
0: of embarrassed because I'm looking at your teeth and my teeth and I just got my teeth like dentally done today and I'm like they're not as white oh. I bet
1: it's just the lighting lighting honestly yeah, I'll take a-
0: that I'll take that one yeah yeah yes I have my white set at only 50 percent
1: <laughs> there you go <laughs> um,
0: and have you noticed much difference doing it um
1: yes I think so like it sounds bizarre, but it certainly makes you feel cleaner. Like I know mm. a lot of people might just brush their tongue with their toothbrush, but I do find it a cleaner process using the tongue scraper. Um, yeah. yeah, I notice a difference.
0: Tongue twister. No, well, yeah. there's a thing known as ge- geomapping. Um, my acupuncturist is telling me about it, Chinese meridian guy and he's like, yeah, it's just geomapping. Um, you'll notice that sometimes people get tingling on the tongue or like a furriness. It's actually an mm. overload or stress on the body, which is interesting. Mm. It's just another way to cleanse. Cool. Yeah, then, the tongue
1: actually, you can learn a lot by um, looking at somebody's tongue. I don't claim to be an expert on it, um, but it's more around <laughs> like Ayurvedic medicine and um, Ayurvedic doctors can after assessing somebody's tongue, can kind of pinpoint, uh, let's say issues that, or illness maybe within the body, or like what can be improved just by looking at somebody's tongue.
0: No way! What have you learned so far? How yeah. oh many
1: <laughs> We'd have to do a very detailed assessment.
0: <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, like, how long would an assessment take? Like, did they just stare at the tongue, or like, do they poke it?
1: Um. No, I don't think they poke it. They just, okay. it's just like a visual thing. Um, <laughs> but Tongue,
0: pull it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, I guess, a lot more than just looking at the tongue would go into like an Ayurvedic uh, session with an Ayurvedic doctor or a yoga therapist. It's just one way of um, assessing, yep. assessing someone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, wow. And do you do yeah. that? Or is that what you're part of the yoga therapy through studies looking to take to the next level?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really look at people's tongues. Um, it is more of an Ayurvedic uh technique, more so. Um, but certainly yoga therapists can use that as another tool to assess what's going on um in someone's body or in someone's life. Um, but there's yeah, normally a yoga therapy session would take about an hour, hour and a half, especially those initial kind of consults, and mm. would go through process of um, asking many different questions and um, kind of unpacking like what people are hoping to achieve throughout sessions mm. and also, um, yeah, unpacking like what um, what it is that they're living through or dealing with or, yeah, so they're quite detailed.
0: Yeah, more or less So mm. from the morning routine already that scraped the tongue, <laughs> um, you then leave and you do like your own training, which is mostly yoga or how does, what's the training currently you're doing at the moment? What's the routine you're doing?
1: Um, Pretty exclusively yoga. I normally, I try and get to a class a day or I'll do my own personal practice every day. Mm-hmm. Um, not always. I do try and keep up in every day, a daily practice, but mm-hmm. sometimes life gets in the way. Um, and on the odd occasion, I'll include a Pilates class, or once in a blue moon, I might go and work out in our apartment gym. But I mean, that's like every couple of months. I have to admit. So, um, so yep.
0: like yeah, yeah.
1: With my my thoroughband, it's about as far as my gym gym sessions go. But um, mainly just yoga. Yeah. Put
0: it on the dumbbells. <laughs> Put on the barbells, yeah. <laughs> put on the rack, put on the broa, the treadmill. Oh, I've used all the equipment.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> done. All right.
0: So, doing yoga ideally every day with a cheeky Pilates here or there and uh, banded work on all of the equipment in the gym, maybe in a blue moon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> and um, is that, have you done that for long, like for the last two, three years, months? I
1: would say probably like the last seven, oh maybe even like eight or nine years as long as I've lived in Australia and discovered yoga I've tried to like go as often as I can um, but it varies like different life if there's different things going on in life or work's exceptionally busy sometimes um, you know you're an, I'm only human so I, it's not as whilst I try to do it every day sometimes you know I give myself a break here and there yeah
0: so like for for most people that may be listening obviously they work with trainers or come from gyms um and I know I've done yoga myself so usually you get the mat out you've got your sun a sun b's you got your sequence there's usually a flow that most people who would do it but you with combining yoga therapy and obviously you working more intuitively with self, how does that practice work? Is it, is there still a similar sequence or is it turn up on the day? And as you said, sometimes you take the day to rest sometimes, like what are you doing to make changes to that?
1: Um, so firstly, I'd probably separate the two. So yoga therapy is very different to practicing okay. um, like, a, like my regular yoga practice. Um, My regular yoga practice would generally consist of like either me participating in a class or doing a personal practice, which could include, you know, like the sun salutations or, um, I don't know, rolling around on my mat, doing whatever I feel called to do. Um, Whereas yoga therapy is more so working with individuals and giving generally shorter practices or not even necessarily yoga practices. It might be breath work. Well, it, it, I mean, breath work and meditation are yoga practices, but it may also consist of like lifestyle changes or dietary changes or so. Um, yeah, they're very two, two very different things, I would say.
0: Yeah, so we've got one, which is the practice which has a sequence or flow to it. And yoga therapy is really based off the individual and ideally a shorter practice based off the individual and their needs.
1: Yeah, it could be. It can be many (laughs) things. Yoga therapy.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm not a yoga um... therapist. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're wrong, (laughs) Carl.
1: No, no, no. Well, you're not wrong. (laughs) Um, Yoga therapy is, yeah, it's a very individualized practice. Um, And yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean a set of poses or postures. Um, yeah, it's kind of encompasses a whole range of different things. Um, so I don't know if I've answered that very well, but... Um, yeah, if you're yeah. happy
0: with it, I'm happy with it. <laughs> um, cool. And so, like, well, look, we're only in the first two hours of the day. I know. Um, tons <laughs> scraped. we've done our flows, and then we've come home, we've had our food, our coffee, and then what's eight o'clock we're off to work what actually what time do you wake up at
1: oh what time do I wake up so it depends on whether I'm teaching a class or if I'm not if I'm teaching a class I get up at about four forty in the morning and if I'm not teaching a class it's about 5 40 yeah oh, extra
0: hour. Nice. yeah um, I
1: like get an hour extra hour sleep
0: <laughs> um meditation and yes. whereabouts are you teaching at the moment
1: I'm currently teaching at a studio called Rhythm Wellness yep. based in Corumban Queensland
0: very nice so if anyone's in Corumbin Queensland there you go there's yoga for you um, and <laughs> and cool so now we've got home we've eaten we're ready to go start our day we're off to work how do we start
1: How do I start? Well, my um, full time job is largely admin based, so and I Mm. work from home, work remotely. So mostly, um, it's a lot of computer work, all day. Mostly working in front of the laptop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, just do that eight hours straight, or do you break that up? Have lunch, or um, like some? Saying they're like some people with yoga. Oh, let's rewind that. So when it comes to yoga, a lot of the time, there's breath work, there's poses, as you was mentioning, depending on the person, you're, it's not a specific flow. So knowing that with your knowledge, you could stimulate increased digestion, you could help with cognitive function, um, movement. So if you've been sitting for a few hours or all day, are there things that you would do to break up the day to help your body help itself, then go eat or mm. go for a walk, like what are you doing to help yeah.
1: support that? Definitely. I think it's really important to incorporate as much movement throughout your day as you can. And the best thing for me is going for a lunchtime walk. Um, mm. Normally, I also drag Matt along. Um, it gives him a break from screen time as well. <laughs> so normally, um, yeah, we get out, go for a walk. We're lucky enough that we live right by the beach. So whether that's along the paths near the beach or on the beach, um, whether it's like 20 minutes, if that's all we can spare or 40 minutes, like the longer, the better, really, just to also give your eyes a bit of a rest, your mind a bit of a rest, get some fresh air, Um, especially if you're living and working in the same place. Like it's really important just to get out Mm. of your environment um, and yeah, just move. Um, But for me, I love getting out and walking. Um, And even when I uh, lived in this city, I would still try and get out on my lunch breaks and go for a walk, whether that was around the block or in the nearest park. Um, I think it's probably one of the most therapeutic things you can do, just going for a walk. And even better, if you can get out in some form of nature, whether that is a park or the beach. Yeah.
0: So break up the day. Go for a walk, yeah. um, and then back to it. Yeah, Straight as basically. That. And then <laughs> probably right, wrapping up around five, five thirty-six, and then you're in the evening. And what's the routine that you do there? Do we drag Matt out again, go for another walk, or what's, what's evening routine? Sometimes.
1: His his tolerance is normally one walk a day. <laughs> um,
0: once, why again? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, he's pretty good actually. He goes swimming a lot more than what I do. Like oh, he awesome. jumps in the ocean or the pool. Um and occasionally I'll go I'll go to the beach with him often, but I'll occasionally jump in the water as well. Um but if I guess we now watch. we're heading into Putham.
0: If not, we watch.
1: Yeah, basically. What? We're just sun tan. Not suntan, but just relax. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we jump in the water um we'll go for a walk so we're doing sorry so it's one yeah so you're obviously keeping active you're moving about which is lovely um and then wind down we've had dinner as we all do we eat some dinner and usually you know chuck on netflix chill and then just fall asleep on the couch go to bed what are you doing (laughs) your (laughs) evening routine so imagine um, the structured animal that you are, I don't think that's probably what you're doing.
1: <laughs> well, it varies. My evening's probably more varied than what my mornings are. Um, but a typical evening, um, funnily enough, we don't watch a lot of TV. Um, generally, we'll put some music on. Um, Matt typically does work a lot later than what I do. So I'll either spend some time reading or... Depending on my mood. Um if I am in the mood to watch something, it'll be something on YouTube typically. Mm-hmm. Um, or I hate to admit it, scrolling on Instagram, probably my worst nighttime habit. Um it's but the worst, yeah. Isn't it? Oh it's yeah, it's Started
0: it's, at seven.
1: Shit, it's ten. That's <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it varies. i yeah, just a lot of reading, or um, if I haven't done any kind of like meditation practice or anything earlier in the day, I'll tend to do that in the evening. Um, yeah, nothing overly exciting on a typical night. It's
0: a routine that works. So what is um? <laughs> so we've got listen to music, scroll, or if we yep. missed a meditation practice, we're doing that. What does um a meditation practice look like? Well, I guess I'd like to probably go, you've done yoga for like the nine years since you've been in Australia. Has, what was it like when you started and how has it evolved over the years with all your upskill?
1: Oh, it's probably hush. in some parts the same and in other ways, very different. Like I do a lot more um in the way of like meditation or breath work now than I ever did when I first started. Uh, But I think for me, I fell in love with the practice as the moment I tried it. So I kind of like went all in. um, And it was at a time in my life that, you know, I had a lot of time to do a lot of practicing. So I spent a lot of time in the studios and on the mat. So I do still really love that kind of environment. I do have more of a personal practice now than what I ever did when I started, but I still love that studio environment and um, being taught by teachers. I love, you know, I'll always be a student first, um, but I am certainly doing like a lot more meditation and even chanting is something very new for me um, that I've only really just picked up within the last couple of years. And that was really influenced by yoga therapy as well so um yeah a typical meditation practice might look like some pranayama or breath work and then uh mantra meditation as well is something that i tend to find the most useful
0: yeah and for those that are going uh chanting what breathing what uh yeah. um, probably the first one that a lot of us might know is om um, and those that are maybe going yeah I know that one isn't that all you do obviously there's different sounds and chants that you can use that to resonate so I'd like to ask have you got like I've got one that's about yay long like gung I, I have to write it down because I can't remember the whole yeah. thing and Kate's like you need to remember this I'm like Ugh. It's hard,
1: um, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Do you have have you found have you resonated with a specific chant based off like who you are and what you where you want to go?
1: Yeah, I mean, I love the bija mantras. Um, I find them particularly helpful, and they're a lot simpler than some of the more, uh, I guess, like song like chants, which mm-hmm. I also really have to focus. But I would say, um, with learning a new chant it's been really helpful for like focusing the mind because you've got to concentrate you've got to concentrate on the words to learn it Um, so I've actually found that to be a really powerful practice really helpful for things like anxiety um, and stress as well because it really does help to help you to focus and concentrate and all that you know when your mind's going a million miles an hour that's literally all you're thinking about Mm. Um, yeah, so there's a couple,
0: yeah, it's quite powerful.
1: Yeah,
0: um, stress, anxiety, just to think a sound or a a breath, a type of breath could definitely help that, um, which not everyone knows about. So, like, is that if we were to kind of compare, like, a lot of us are stressing, but usually when we stress, we're pushing through something quite hard and we have a big win big highlight or a big loss so have there been any, any highlights or big challenges that you've experienced through this studying of yoga therapy and um that's taught you the chanting the breathing the meditations that has really helped you to harness it more so to recap <laughs> biggest highlights through because obviously you started yoga was it nine years ago or did you you've been always done it but it's just you've really started to take control of it in the last nine years since coming to australia
1: Mm, well no i started practicing nine years ago so from having never practiced before um and uh i've been teaching for i think five or six years now but studying yoga therapy for the last two years so yeah. which is a completely different like realm of yoga i guess you could say yeah
0: it's never ending right this Is what yeah you the could, tens of you thousands could of years of history
1: stuff. yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: <laughs> so obviously well for me personally i think the big the biggest highlight for me i ever had was actually doing it um mm. i remember the first time when i was like learning and studying it like it started off yeah i'll just get paid to do it um mm-hmm. and then obviously my first week i there working on my laptop in the corner i'm gonna do work and everyone was like oh okay this is like i was the weird guy like do, do work you know whilst learning and then after a week when i started to open up they're like oh the golems come out eh i'm like oh okay <laughs> um it was just comical because yeah, you know, i then was like why am i working when i'm here to learn and to help myself. So big highlight for me was actually starting and doing yoga. Um but obviously you've got nine years, so much more experience than myself. So what type of highlights have you had over this nine year journey?
1: I think <clears throat> some of the highlights would include working with the incredible teachers. Um or I should say learning from the incredible teachers that I've studied with in the past like i've taken something from every single course that i've done um, and it's kind of set me on this trajectory of continued learning um i've probably lost count now the number of trainings i've done but i just enjoy it so much that it led me to study yoga therapy and um yeah i think just just working or learning from the teachers that I've had the pleasure of um, spending time with and kind of soaking up their knowledge um, has been the biggest highlight. And then also also completing the yoga therapy course as well, like that was really quite challenging. Um, there was so much to learn and I still only just feel like I've scratched the surface. so um, I still feel like I'm continuing to learn. Um, but having completed that course that wasn't that was a really uh, big achievement. And then also just working with the students as well. Um, when you do see shifts in their lives, um, positive shifts in their lives, like that's really rewarding not only for them and the hard work that they've put into their practice, Um, but also for me as well being able to support them and um, yeah I think there are just a a few
0: There's highlights every week really you know because you said you're always putting yourself in. you believe you should always practice obviously in studio and teacher environments you're always getting knowledge then well you can't keep redoing your yoga therapy but you probably pick up some more things right and also then helping new people every week so That's awesome Through really capture that. Cool. So from our morning routine of brushing the teeth, scraping of the tongue, um, (laughs) sorry, wake up, then brush the teeth, scrape the tongue, (laughs) then we're going out doing our own practice, which we've been doing for the last nine years, nearly every day um, with some Pilates and cheeky Blue Moon banded work on all of the equipment, of course. You've know got to use all the equipment. Wouldn't be training in the gym if you didn't. Then... Um. (laughs) Go to work, um, you know, obviously create an experience for people around Australia, then come home. Oh, midday, got to walk, go out, drag, drag the partner around. Um, willingly or not. Don't be fooled, people. She's quite strong. Um, oh, I don't you know. know. Have to <laughs> lift to be strong, and then wrap up the day, go for maybe a swim, another walk, clear the head, um, or do that mostly uh, lunchtime and then If you haven't done any meditation or pranayama or breath work, you'll do that in the evening or some miraculous reason, it will um, happen to find the scrolling of the Instagrams or the YouTubes, Um, not by choice. The YouTube or Instagram made you do it, of course. Oh, of course. All the time. Let's
1: get drawn in. That
0: one video, that one reel, 30 seconds, boom. 7 p.m. is now 10 p.m. <laughs> Matt's like, let's go Terrible. to bed. You're like, what?
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, he's probably still working, sadly.
0: <laughs> Get back to work. i just still got one more hour. <laughs> and then um <laughs> and through that, then obviously nice restful sleep and start again. And then you've got all these these highlights. This what I would say probably in summary would be a great ritual that provides mm. highlights every week. So, you know, some people having a highlight, I got the car or I got the promotion, like it shortly lived, but you're in a position where your highlights and what you do is really incredible because you can continue to learn and you can continue to uh, help more people, which is great. Mm. And it really just starts with yourself. So you've got more energy for more people. So that's that's a summary of the routine and what you do from a day-to-day basis. But then how would one summarize serene? Like in the sense of like, obviously you've got so many years of experience. It'd be great if we could put our head on your head and be like, oh, wow, you did all that. But how would we summarize you like as a person and maybe like three words, great smile, caring, ambitious. Uh, You do your words though. Um, And then kind of where do you see yourself going in the next one, three or five years And sometimes people get stuck on that one. They're like, oh, wow. I I like to then think a theme. So, what would be your theme if you're going through the journey of your own life? What's your theme for the years to come?
1: Okay, interesting. Okay, so if I was to choose three words that would summarize me, uh, I think bubbly, positive. (laughs) <laughs> what was that, sorry? Delip. Delip. <laughs> I'm struggling for a third word. Um,
0: well, you recently just changed your surnames. So there you go.
1: There you go. Yeah. Or delight. Oh. <laughs> <A> delight. <laughs> um, some people, um, Matt would always say that people would um, mistake the pronunciation of our last name. Which is delete, really? delight or delete. So depending on what mood I am, I'm in. Oh. Someone gets wrong. You're either getting delight or delete.
0: <laughs> I've been quite obviously. Hmm, <laughs> that's funny. I'm amazed that I haven't made that mistake and gone, hey, delete or hey, delight. <laughs> that's great. Wow. That's awesome. Delightful. Well, obviously it's been delightful to know you all these years. Um thank and I thank you for not deleting me um thank you (laughs) and maybe after this podcast maybe wondering why we haven't talked for a while and then (laughs) then well you know it's a delightful time to move forward in life there's your there's there's your summary and there's your theme but um what would you where like where are you going what's the theme for serene like we've done the course we're helping people we've got our routines traveling australia learning we're growing um, weird you just can you know as you said it's calmer now so obviously the calm before the storm um, have you heard of the phrase a storm in a teacup
1: I have but I've never really quite understood the meaning behind it you'll have to elaborate
0: well, I just found out last week I thought it was a incredible saying like storm in a teacup for me it's like she could be going crazy I'm still gonna yeah. have a sip through that teacup um, just... but obviously you can take it in sips or moderation or just
1: skull it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: but, 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 what would the theme on be the <laughs> what would um... be this theme for Serena? <laughs> um
1: all right a theme i mean two things come to mind i guess that continual learning like always always learning just absorbing whatever knowledge i can um but another theme for me at the moment anyway is just creating more ease like in anything and everything I do making life more easeful um in whichever way I can um not just for me but also like clients or people I'm working for uh, or with um for now anyway we make we tend to make things quite challenging for ourselves but um yeah um in a period of life where Adam
0: make it easy for now easier and then one day just go let's make it real hard
1: but sometimes you know like you go through a challenging period that will eventually you know what the the hard work that you put in now will eventually make your life ultimately more easeful hopefully
0: Mm. yeah yeah well like you said with just um, on the yoga therapy and yoga itself through certain techniques you've found helpful to decrease anxiety, improve focus, um, which obviously didn't come straight away. So you have obviously found that over time. Yeah, cool. So so continue learning, but with a focus to make life easier. So go through the challenges and then ask Mm -hmm. yourself, how could we probably not do that again but make it easier for <laughs> ourselves, So, you know, we can take bigger sips of that storm in the teacup.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for those that have tuned in, that would be a summary of Serene as a routine, what she's doing day to day and kind of a bit of a reflection of what she, you know, some highlights and some reflections of what she does to summarize herself and her themes and how she moves forward with that. Um. So Serene, thank you so much for today's podcast. Really excited to have you. And for those that are interested in understanding a little more about your yoga therapy and some learn more about her role models and what she's achieved um, up to date, tune into the next podcast and we'll see you soon. Cheers, Seren. hi. Hey, thanks so much for joining the episode of Table Talk today. We hope you found some helpful tips and inspiration in staying healthy and fit, even with a busy schedule. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Stay tuned for our next conversation. Until then, keep prioritizing yourself, your health, your fitness, and we'll see you on the next table.